We didn't plan it this way, but there is nobody I want to speak to more right now to put into context what's happening in the NBA with the boycott of the Milwaukee Bucks leading to the postponement of all the playoff games today in the wake of the shooting, the police shooting in Wisconsin a few days ago, then Bob Ryan, the great Bob Ryan of ESPN, one of the greatest basketball historians I know and somebody who does great work in the triad with the NSMA. And last segment, I was kind of trying to find proper context and something points in history that we could potentially link what's happening right now to in that sport. And what immediately came to mind is 1968 when Martin Luther King was assassinated in Memphis. The Celtics were in Philadelphia and they were getting set for game five of that series. And Bill Russell and the team, they were contemplating whether or not they the right thing to do was for them to play. And ultimately it was their decision and they ended up deciding to play. But clearly times are different here in 2020 and the players, at least the Milwaukee Bucks, felt like it wasn't the right thing to do right now. The right time was for them not to play. How do you put into context what's happening right now in terms of historical significance? I first want to uh, salute uh, Bijan Bain, who's a must-read um, on Twitter, for reminding us all, uh, and you didn't need it, apparently I sure did, maybe, uh, of that incident in, 19, uh, in the aftermath of Martin Luther King revolving the Celtics and the Sixers. I don't remember that. What I do remember... Uh, very clearly, because it had something to do with my beginning of my entire career in journalism, uh, professional journalism, excuse me, was Bobby Kennedy assassination. Uh, that sparked a great deal of angst and conversation as to whether baseball should play the weekend. And in fact, the very first story that appeared under my byline, in joint byline with Peter Gammons, uh, in, in June, uh, on, the, on the morning of June 11, uh, 2000, uh, excuse me, 1969, was the story that we worked on uh, surveying the reaction of uh, America uh, to uh, baseball's playing that weekend. There were lots of people who thought uh, talked about not playing. Uh, so that it, I go back to that. And, of course, we all went through two, uh, uh, um, 9-11 and, 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 and the discussions about playing or not playing and things, and, 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 and we all know what happened there. So we have a little bit of background in terms of decisions to be made. But this one... Uh, in the context of its times, is extraordinary. They did it. They decided to boycott. And and uh, and when I first read about the Raptors and the Celtics discussing it, uh, I certainly arched an eyebrow. I said, "Oh boy!" Uh, but I, I, you know, okay, that's sort of abstract. And then when I tuned in uh, on NBA TV today, uh, approximately 4:45, uh, to get ready for the game that was supposed to be between the Bucks and the Magic, you know. I wasn't ready for what happened uh, specifically. It didn't take long for us to hear and figure out what was going to happen, and it happened, and it happened very quickly. Uh, the Bucks said no, and apparently in conjunction with the Magic, they said no. And, and, when, and then shortly thereafter, we find out that everything's off. No, no, no Lakers uh, tonight, no OKC, no, no Houston. Uh, we are in different times. Josh, this is... This is uh, a collision of the real world and sports as we've never known it before with a group of people, of young men, young, you know, I'm young, and let's face it, they're all no much more than their late, early 30s with a few exceptions, uh, but um, the preponderance of the league is in its 20s. A preponderance of the league of, of, of predominantly African-American players and, and, uh, with, uh, who have grown up in a, in a 
very often in a circumstance where they can speak specifically about uh, abuses and, and about the trials and tribulations of being an African-American in America, and, and, and they've reached a tipping point. And, and uh, you know, if it wasn't George Floyd, uh, Breonna Taylor, this appalling video and this appalling circumstance uh, of, of, of he's a harmless to society person, Jacob Blake, harmless to society. And all they had to do was disarm, was, was tackle him, physically rough him up and suffer the consequences of that. To do what they did, and here's the thing, Josh, in the, and I'm, I'll shut up and, you know, end it a soliloquy. In the context of these times, what police force in America should not be aware of the consequences of overreaction uh, in the society? that would spark something as we saw, the, you know, what happened in Kenosha. Uh, you, you shouldn't have to be told that it, you, you, you need to re- exercise restraint. And then to do it, and to do what they did, or what he did, that one policeman, with three children in the back seat, is, it's beyond appalling, it's beyond incomprehensible, it's beyond defensible. Uh, it, 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 it's, and so the, the reaction of the Bucks in the state of Wisconsin, remember, is not surprising. Listen to people. I always encourage people in the context of sports, listen to people who are in the profession. They know what's good. They know what's bad. They know what's right. They know what's wrong. And I have a ton of family and law enforcement, and something that is never going to be acceptable is shooting somebody in the back, let alone doing it a handful of times. So... It's nope. Nobody really is defending that point, or at least not many people or anybody I really recognize. But I do remember about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, a, a topic I didn't touch on this show because I didn't want to go there and let basketball seep into other areas of judging people's character is Kyrie Irving saying he would not go to the bubble because he felt they wouldn't be able to, they would be ill-equipped to lead movements that they had already started in the wake of the George Floyd killing a few months ago. And there were some who mocked Kyrie saying, oh, here's just Kyrie trying to be a disruptor again. And um, I'm interested now how many players were having regret going into the bubble. And the irony's not lost on me, Bob, that there's a chance that everybody who doubted whether or not this bubble would work because COVID potentially would prevent them from being able to get it done could possibly be right that the bubble didn't work, but it had nothing to do with COVID in the first place. How real do you think the possibility is that this might be it for the NBA playoffs? Anything is on the table now. Anything's possible. I I, I cannot dismiss the idea that in in three months we'll be talking about the playoffs that never were. I, I, I hope not. I, I hope that, that this, if I can find a way to, to satisfy themselves. Right. Uh, I don't know what they're going to be able to do. I, I don't know. I mean, I just wonder now, what, uh, now what? And what are they going to do? If the, uh, first of all, uh, uh, it's just a one-game state. Let's say, for, you know, the, this is a one-game boycott. They're going to resume. They'll, they'll resume. We'll have a little delay. Uh, what will have been proven? I don't know. I mean, this is kind of like stamping your feet and, and holding your breath until you turn blue kind of thing, in theory, if, if, if there's not something that follows this. Would you not agree? Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know what the, concept, what, what the next step will be, what is going to happen here. They're making a statement. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a bigger statement than just wearing the T-shirt. Yeah, I'll agree to that. Well, let me ask you sure. this. Let me ask you this, Bob, to stop you real quick. How, yeah. Based on the people you're talking to who might be in the bubble, who are well-connected, 
how are players doing in the bubble? Because I was also, a red flag went up when Doc Rivers said what he said, of course, but also Paul George saying what he said after the game as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was interesting. And I, I, Twitter was mocking him unmercifully, okay? Uh, you know, rich millionaire, blah, 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 you know. You know and that's always the, the problem that, and that these athletes uh, uh, now, with the money that they all make in all sports, are going to have to face is people forgetting that they're still human beings. And money doesn't change anything. It doesn't change your emotional state. Uh, it doesn't change, you know, uh, money. You know, we're all raised on the idea that, you know, with the hearing that though we'd like to try it, and I would and you would too, and big money, you know, let's see if it doesn't bring happiness. You know, but we all know that, that it's always been said that, that it doesn't necessarily do that. Okay, and, and certainly prominent rich people have had mental issues. Um, when I read that about Paul George and, and, and him, uh, what he said uh, after last night's wonderful performance, uh, how he had to clear his mind and how to get back, I took it at face value. I was supported him. Uh, I'm, I'm sympathetic to mental health issues, uh, and I, 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 I appreciated what he said. And, and people, maybe, and, but not to Twitter, the Twitterology out there, to, uh, not now, but it's so uh, evident, uh, to me, it's so predictable that there would be so many people that would use that forum to denigrate the possibility uh, of, of his, you know, him being completely accurate. But do you connect uh, it? Do you connect it possibly to the way players might be feeling if you're talking about the no. stability of a season like what are you hearing about what guys how guys yeah, are feeling mean, in the bubble yeah i i mean, i can believe that they're they're really struggling and 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 they got a law and and the players the teams that are left got a long way to go you know and you wonder what's going through the mind of the 76ers now when it's all said and done are they happy to go home i mean some of them i bet more than others are and it, this is this is testing human endurance. Yeah, there's a get creature conference. They got a comfortable bed, and you know, and they got this and they got that. But they're, if they are really sincere family people, they're missing their family. Uh, uh, they're missing the normal human contact uh, that they that they're used to. Uh, so, but it, it, I don't think you know. So I mean, I just think we have to just pay heed and and and, and respect. For what Paul George said, yeah. and, and everybody, no, not everybody's the same. Some people, are, we, we've we've been accustomed, thanks to Kevin Love and 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 uh, uh, DeMar, uh, DeMar DeRozan, we've we've had NBA people speak out about, hey, you know, we may be rich and famous, but we have, you know, we have struggles. We struggle with depression, and 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 it has nothing to money and, and our fame has nothing to do with anything, uh, with regard to who we are as human beings, and and we should have, you know, so let's go back to that, um, and and. Yeah. So, but the so the bubble is putting a strain on 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 some people more than others. I don't think there's any question. Follow him on Twitter at Globe Bob Ryan, um, and uh, follow his work there. The great Bob Ryan with us here on Sports Up Triant. Um, I want to actually shift things to a couple of sports topics while I got you here um, mm-hmm. that you might have a, a ton of interest with. I immediately assumed Cam Newton was going to be the quarterback of the Patriots when he was signed by the team. Maybe that's the bias of watching Cam closely here in the Carolinas as long as we did. But with Jarrett Stidham dealing with the hip or a leg, it seems pretty obvious he's going to be the guy. How do you, being that you're up there and you followed this organization mm-hmm. so closely, where are you setting your expectations for a Cam Newton-led Patriots in 2020? If he stays healthy, which is the big problem. That's all. He'd still be there if he weren't. If if he didn't have the shoulder and and, and didn't have the the foot. No question. He'd still be down in the triad. I mean, he'd still be down there. I mean, he's been Charlotte. There's any question. Excuse me. God, forgive me. Uh, Charlotte. 
uh, no, if he stays healthy, I think it's, a, it's, it's, it's incredibly fortunate that the Patriots have been able to transition from Brady to somebody of this capability, of this athletic stature, of this stature, this former MVP status. The, the, and he's a completely different uh, physical being than they've known for 20 years. And Josh McDaniels' uh, task is to fashion an offense to take full advantage of a completely different person than he's been doing it with uh, recently. Uh, and... Um, and, and I, I bet he can. And I'm excited about it. And, and, and the idea that there ever was any doubt that who was going to be the quarterback, I mean, okay, you can, you can spur him along a little bit by pretending that Stidham was a, uh, a threat. But, you know, Stidham is not going to be a threat. And, and he's going to be taking the first snaps. I'm excited. And, and, and um, I'm, I, I think he's going to approach this. And all the stuff we're talking about off the court, off the court, off the field, he's hitting it out, out with, off with people very well. They love his buoyancy they love his enthusiasm uh, it's working out so far so good uh i'm not a big fan of recency bias this is part of the reason why i wanted to bring you on to talk about what's happening with luka Doncic, who's a tremendous player he had the 43 point triple double on sunday and some are saying oh we haven't seen anything like this from a 21 year old as if they forgot lebron took the pistons in 2006 to 7 you got um kobe winning his first title at 21 years old magic johnson at 20 had to play was it game five or six? Six. Yeah. I, well, I was, that was there. One of yeah. my game favorite six. handful of memories, Josh. I was right <laughs> he was there. 20 years old, and he had to play center because Kareem was out of that game in 1980. So we've seen teenagers have a lot of success very mm-hmm. early on in the mm-hmm. NBA. But how do you put Luka in context when you consider his sudden stardom in a way we haven't seen that often in terms of not having a ramp up of familiarity before he reaches that type of productivity? Well, he's in the discussion of, of, of all-time great young players, and, 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 and uh, the nature of his game is, is a little bit of this, a little bit of that, as all great players are uniquely themselves. That's the thing. He's, he's a little bit of bird. There's a lot of LeBron in him. There's a lot of bird in him. Um, uh, you know, the, because he's white, it's going, going to, people always, always go, often only going to counter, uh, um, uh, compare him to white players, which is unfortunately the problem in basketball. Shouldn't be doing that. Uh, he's special. Very, very, very special. I tweeted that he took my breath away, and, and of course, people ran away with the ball completely. I was a mistake on my part to even enter into the discussion because you can't win in Twitter. You can't. You can't win. People are going to misinterpret. Or they're going to uh, have you saying things you never said. And and you, right away, it's like I didn't. Other people didn't take my breath away, so I had to wind up explaining. <laughs> you know, starting with Elgin Baylor. In 1958, there have been guys who have taken my breath away. He's the latest, that's all. That's all, Matt, but I didn't make that clear. I love him. I think he's great. Uh, he's hurt. Now, what you saw last night uh, you, uh, is indicative of, of how the series is over. Uh, you know, the Clippers, they ran, got, ran up 154. He, he was inconsequential last night, and the Clippers are going to win, and, and he's not healthy. Now, the big, you know, did, did Marcus Morris step on his foot intentionally? I hope not. I don't know. That's another issue. But I, I do love this kid, and I think he's special. Um, you know, so I, I was kiddingly saying, yeah, it was one of the best 21-point, if not the best 21-year-old performance I've seen in the playoffs. Magic holds the record for 20-year-olds. I was there that night, believe me. That's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of great performances we've seen from younger players in the NBA. Let's hope we get to see more of Luka Doncic in these playoffs. There's certainly a lot to follow. I know you're probably having to keep tabs on all of it as we speak. We'll try to do the same. Bob, thanks for spending the time with us today. Oh, you got it, Josh. Take care. There you go. Follow him on Twitter at GlobeBobRyan. And be nice. Try that. Don't yell at Bob telling him what takes his breath away.